for they will be his chosen people, the people of his heritage. And that's what we're going to do this morning is we're going to actually uh, bless our nation. We're going to pray over our nation and we're going to intercede for our nation this morning. And we're actually just going to move right into it. We're not going to have this, you know, the, the normal time of giving tithes and offerings at this time. Uh, that's something that you can do throughout the morning at any point if you want to worship in that way and, and invest and sow into the kingdom. Uh, at any point during the day today as we pray, you can come up front to the baskets up front, the one in the back, and you can go online at arisebirmingham.com and sow in and invest. So you can do it at any point uh, freely, you know, if, if as the, as the Spirit leads. But right now, what we want to do is, is just move right into prayer. Right into prayer and right into intercession over our nation on this uh, 4th of July. This Independence Day where we're celebrating the birth of our nation. Because, um, you know, we're here this morning, we're worshiping freely. We're worshiping freely in the house of the Lord together as the gathering of believers. And there's so many brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world this morning that do not have that freedom that we have this morning in this very moment. And it's so easy to take it for granted when we grow up in it, you know, and it's just, it's just what we always have. We can always worship how we want, when we want, where we want. And so I want to start there this morning with just thanksgiving and gratefulness for the freedom we have in this, in this nation to worship the Lord the way that we desire to. And I think you'll find that our brothers and sisters in so many areas and nations across the world uh, that are not free to worship, they're having to take their faith underground or they're having to, you know, worship quietly. I think you'll find, and I know you'll find, that they're actually praying for us today. They're actually praying for the United States of America because this nation represents the dream and the hope that they have of one day being able to worship freely. And so I want to start there this morning. You just put a, 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 this Thanksgiving on your heart and just thank God and be grateful be grateful for our freedom to worship as we do not take it for granted as we lean our hearts towards our brothers and sisters across the world in various nations that are not free to worship and just begin to bless them and, and pray for them and ask the Holy Spirit to comfort them. As you continue to pray, this is going to be a morning where you, you are free in this house. There's freedom in this house to pray, to, to worship freely. At any point, you can begin to walk around. You can come up front and come forward and get on your face, or you can dance, or you can, you can, you know, join arms with another 
brother or sister next to you. This is this is a house of freedom. This is a house of worship. This is a house where we ascend the hill of the Lord with clean hands and a pure heart. And we are praying from a place this morning knowing that Jesus is King and that He is Lord and that He is Savior. And we are not standing and praying this morning on sinking sand, but we are standing on a firm foundation of Jesus Christ. We are standing on the rock of our salvation, who is Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit is pouring out faster than we can breathe for those who have eyes to hear, eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive it. Hallelujah. And the Lord God Almighty has not taken his hand off of this nation and that America shall be saved. We continue to declare it. And we thank you, God. We're going to have different people come up throughout the morning to actually lead the prayer. And as they do, I want to encourage you to partner with them, to pray with them and actually release uh, these prayers and declarations and decrees together as a house because this is a house of powerful prayer. Standing here at the east gate of the city of Birmingham, releasing the authority of Jesus Christ in the light of the kingdom of heaven this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I brought up the, uh, the, our staff this morning. Our staff, it was a gift given to us from Global Mission Awareness. And I brought it out this morning because uh, these words are resounding uh, in my heart this morning that we carry the rod of authority as believers, as sons and daughters of God, that we carry the rod of authority and we release tongues of fire. So I want you to get in that place this morning. I want you just right wherever you are, just pick up your rod of authority this morning as we pray from a place of authority. And I want you to begin to release tongues of fire across the house right now. All across the house, just release your tongues of fire. Just begin to pray in the Spirit because I believe the sword of the Spirit is breaking forth out of your mouth and it's piercing the darkness. It's piercing the deception. And the kingdom of light is breaking forth. Come on, just release your tongues of fire this morning as you pick up the rod of authority in the house of the Lord as sons, as daughters, as priests of the Lord, as kings in the house standing at the east gate. The rod of authority and tongues of fire. We welcome the angels on assignment this morning into the house. We welcome the angelic host into the house this morning on assignment. And I feel a grace if you don't pray in tongues this morning, that's okay. You're not any less spiritual than someone that does. But I just feel like the Lord's unlocking tongues right now because it's needed for this hour. Tongues of fire are needed in this coming season and needed for this hour. And I bless you for your tongues to be unlocked this morning. Your spirit language just to begin to release. You just rest in the heart of the Father. Open your mouth and it'll come out this morning right now. We thank you, God, for tongues of fire being activated and unlocked and released in the house this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Come on, lift your praises, church. Lift your praises, church. Lift your tongues, church. truth break forth the spirit of the Lord is saying let freedom ring and let the truth break forth releasing your tongues of fire church you carry the heavenly rod of authority for we are the chosen people of God we are the ecclesia that is arising and shining Father God, I come to you and I step into your courts and I seek you as El Elyon, God Most High. We have gathered to seek your face and your right hand of provision to deliver us, the people of the United States of America, from all of the spirits of evil operating through men and women in positions of governmental power and authority. I call forth your spirit of repentance upon every person in the U.S. government to burn in their hearts and turn from their selfish ambition and doing what's right in their own eyes. I declare to you people, you shall repent and submit and surrender to the kingdom of heaven or be removed from this governmental position. I say receive the fire of God's love and the truth of his word. Fear God and walk humbly before him in men. 
El Elyon, if these people will not repent and they are removed from these positions, I'm asking that you replace them with God-fearing, righteous, and holy people to stand in the truth of your word. And you would bring about what is right and good for the advancement of your kingdom in this land and for the people. I ask for a divine hedge of protection around these that are advancing the kingdom in Jesus' holy name. Like a bubble. are the righteous judge and I'm asking for this divine hedge of protection just as Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were protected in the fire and Daniel was protected in that lion's den I'm trusting that you're doing this among these people that you are positioning in governmental authority in Jesus name Thank you for the supernatural endowment for the assignment that you have given to each of these. Remind them that they have the mind of Christ and all mystery has been made known to them. They are not in want or lack of any good thing because you have provided. You are El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. Cause these you are positioning in this governmental power and authority to receive revelation from heaven and not to rely on information of men. Enough of the information of men. It is not about good and evil, right and wrong. It is about life. I'm asking for the seven spirits of heaven to be released into these governmental uh, people who are taking these positions of authority. I call on the fear of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, wisdom, revelation, understanding, counsel, and strength to go forth and saturate these men and women. Equip them, empower them to do the assignment. Strengthen them. Let there be strong confidence within them. Open their ears to hear and their eyes to see what you're saying to them at this time and this season of their life. Surround them with godly people to encourage and equip them, to give them a put of a nudge and a push like a wind in the sail of a sailboat. Speak to them in the night watches of their bed and download into them your plans and purposes for this time and season. Cause them to understand protocol and order, which is good. It brings unity, which brings about conquest and victory. Jesus, you asked the Father to make us one just as you are one with him. So we thank you for the awareness of the oneness that these righteous, godly, and holy men and women have within them. And let them become aware of who they are as, their, uh, as a son and a daughter of the Most High God. Let religion be broken and this political spirit bow in Jesus' name. Now, El Elyon, I call forth into your remembrance your word through your apostle Chuck Pierce. For you said, I will pour forth my glory starting in the state of Alabama, and it will spread across the United States. So we here at Arise Birmingham are submitted and surrendered to your assignments in our lives.
and we withhold nothing and unreservedly yield, which is to give up possession of gaining control. We yield to you that you will be glorified in our daily lives so that we can direct people to you, Jesus. For you are the way and the truth and the life. And no one goes to the Father but through you, Jesus. Now call back into your remembrance the reason for the founding of this United States of America. And it was to escape tyranny and false religion. But Father, my concern is that we have done what is right in our own ways and we have not submitted to the blueprints of heaven, to protocol and order. So forgive us, God, where we have walked in our own ways and we have withheld our full lives from you, our bodies, our souls, and our spirits. We ask that you baptize us in the fire of your love like never before. And in this yielding, Father, you would equip us to point and direct every person that comes in contact with us to you, Jesus. And that you would turn this nation once again and let it begin here in this house. So, Father, I just take a minute for the state of Alabama. We thank you for governmental authority. It does bring order. And order brings peace and rest. So for the state of Alabama, in our federal government, Richard Shelby, Tommy Tuberville, Gary Palmer, and Terry Sewell, for our state, Kay Ivey, Will Ainsworth, Dan Roberts, J.T. Wagner, Roger Smitherton, Arnold Mooney, David Faulkner, David Wheeler, Dickie Drake, Jim Carnes, John Rogers, Neil Rafferty, and Steve Marshall. Father, for these people in the state of Alabama, I bless these men and women. I thank you that you have equipped them, that you have called them forth. If there be any evil, wicked, or vile thing within them, God, let them repent quickly in the name of Jesus. Line yourself up with the word of God. If there be any word of God, I call it forth to spring forth and to bear fruit in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, that Governor K. Ivey has stood for the state of Alabama and stood with Israel. And she supports it. And we thank you and bless this woman for this. We thank you that there is a no-mandate vaccine requirement in this state, that the government is not running us, not that we are in rebellion. But, Father, we thank you that we still have this freedom to choose what is right and good for every individual. Now, Father, I pray that you undergird these people, that you would guard them and guide them and direct them in the path of life what is written about them in their assignments and that they would line up in Jesus' name. Now, I thank you, Father, as a righteous judge, that you have heard this prayer. We look to you with expectation and excitement that it is coming to pass because we have prayed your word back into your remembrance and your word says that the angels live to obey, yes, even the voice of your word. And I love you and I thank you. In Jesus' name.
Father God, before you were creator, before you were healer, before you were provider, you were a father. Awaken us to the desire of your heart for us to step into our true identity as righteous sons and daughters, citizens of heaven, spirit-filled and set free. Lord, I specifically pray for the men. As the walls we face as a nation will not fall until they fall in the church. They will not fall in the church until they fall in the home. And they will not fall in the home until they fall in the hearts of men. Shake off the dust, reignite the flame, restart the engine and revive the warrior spirit in the hearts of all men to stand as mighty gatekeepers. In commitment to the advancement of the kingdom, obedience to Holy Scripture and intimacy with you. As culture attempts to define and redefine masculinity, may we hold steadfast to the truth that our most powerful position in this life is bowed in reverence to our Savior, fully submitted and surrendered to your word, and intensely responsive to the Holy Spirit. Organize our priorities to align with the movement of heaven. May our greatest gift to this world rest upon walking in freedom and purity of heart in complete lockstep with the Father. That for married men, the greatest gift to this world is to love your wife as God intended. As today represents the independence of our nation, today as a church family, through the blood of Jesus, we declare our independence from the orphan spirit. And we step into the commitment to Father God to steward within us a spirit that functions out of love, a generous spirit, a spirit of selflessness, a spirit that walks in the joy and presence of the Lord, a discipling spirit, a spirit that protects minds, hearts, homes, families, communities, cities, and nations. We are eager to partner with you to become a generation of mature spiritual fathers that will break off the orphan spirit, unleashing sons and daughters who operate in nothing else than the transformational love of their heavenly father. Lead every man into their calling and mission. Rekindle the giftings that have been put on the shelf for too long. Father, I pray a fresh wind of excitement, vision, and purpose into the hearts of men where dreams have become dormant and stale. Remind us that where we may look upon earthly measures and see lack, you make up for in miracle-working power and anointing. We invite you in and return to dreaming with you, leading with you, and loving you. And we stand in awe of you.
pray over the issue of abortion and for the fear of the Lord to be restored in our nation. I personally have never had an abortion, but I have sat with friends who have. And I have felt the Father's heart in that moment for that woman. And so I want to start there as we just cry out for these women who have had abortions. Father, we lift up every woman who has gone through this trauma. We speak to her now and we say, be free of shame, you are forgiven. Be free of shame, you are forgiven in the blood of Christ. We ask for your comfort, Holy Spirit, to come and comfort their souls, Lord. Bring healing from the trauma of the abortion in Jesus' name. And Father, we ask God that you would raise up women who are freed from this trauma, God, to raise up their voices for the unborn, Father, that they would go forth in confidence, that they wouldn't walk in the shame of the past, they wouldn't walk from the walk away from what you were calling them into, if the freedom that is available in you, Jesus. Even now, God, we, we ask, Lord, that you would give grace to these women to step into freedom and to lift up their voice before you, to cry out for the unborn in this nation, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we repent, God, as your church for being quiet and not carrying your heart. And I felt the Lord at, as an invitation that we would be a house that says yes to carrying his heart. So, Father, we just sit, we come before you right now and we say, yes, we will carry your heart. We will carry your heart, Father. We need your heart, Father. And, God, we repent for the fear of man. We repent for fearing man above you, O oh God. Lord, you said even with the life of Jeremiah, before I knew you, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And Father, this is who you are. You know every life before it is formed. So God, we repent as a nation for all of the blood that has been shed. Father, we want to stop killing life that you are giving to us, Father. And we want to receive every good and perfect gift from above. Father, we repent, Lord, as this nation for all of the bloodshed. This is not your heart. This is not your will. And we choose to be a house that will lift our voice in partnership with your heart. We choose to carry your heart, Lord. Forgive us for our apathy. Forgive us for not choosing to wait and feel your heart. Forgive us for being silent. God, convict us this morning and bring us into right standing with you, Lord. And we bless every mother right now who is debating, struggling whether or not she should keep a child or not. Father, we just thank you that you are the provider. You are, just as we sang this morning, that you are Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom. You are El Shaddai. And Father, you are able to keep this child and this woman, whether the father's in the picture or not, God, you are sovereign and you are in control. So we speak your protection, your provision, your peace, your comfort, 
and your counsel over these men and women that are wrestling whether or not to keep the child in the womb. On every college campus, we cry out for these girls, Father, and we just ask that your Holy Spirit would begin to arrest their hearts as soon as they step onto the land where they're about to have their child aborted. God, we say that there will be an end to every abortion clinic in America in the name of Jesus. We will not stop until every abortion clinic has been shut down in the name of Jesus. We choose to stand with life. We choose to stand with life. We say each child is precious in your sight and we will not look to another, but we will look to your word and your truth that says before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. He knows you, he knows you, he knows you. We speak to these fathers and mothers that are insecure, that they're lost, they're confused, they're hurting. We say the Father knows you. He knows the plans that he has for you. Let your love, your perfect love, come and wash over. Wash over your church so that we could be the ones carrying your heart for the unborn. Give us your heartbeat, Daddy. Give us your heartbeat. Thank you for healing. And I thank you, Jesus, that you will even draw women here into this house who have had abortions and they're lost and they're broken and they don't know what to do. And they're going to find wholeness here. They're going to find your forgiveness. They're going to find your comfort. And they're going to stand for truth. We choose to be a house that carries your heart, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. sovereign judge over the courts of heaven and earth, we ask you today to remember grace as you deal with us mortal beings sojourning in an ungodly world. But your word says that you know how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment. Father, we desire today as the Arise family to know how to walk in the patterns that your only begotten son laid down when he walked as a mortal man in an ungodly world. Yet he never yielded to temptation. We thank you, Lord, that you know that you knew that we would absolutely need the spirit that empowered your son, Christ Jesus, to also empower us. It's why Jesus Christ told his disciples that it was needful for him to return to heaven so that he could send back the same spirit that indwelt Christ, that it can indwell his body on the earth today. Lord, we know that you said that when we were tempted, that we would be overcomers by the faith. You had faith in us, Father, as you handed us 
the scepter of your righteousness, that we would learn how to wield it in an ungodly world and learn to take our, our authority and our dominion. Lord, we know that the exceeding great and precious promises that grace and priests would be multiplied, not added. He said multiplied unto us through our Lord and Savior, through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior and our God, that according as His divine power has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that called us into glory and virtue. We have learned by these great and precious promises that we have become partakers of His divine nature, having escaped the corruption of the world through lust. We give all diligence to add to our faith virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and ultimately your charity, which the love is the love of God being shed in abroad in our hearts so that we can love our fellow man, all of them. God says to us and to the family at Arise and over all the families of the saints who remain steadfast, faithful, always pressing toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. He'll say to us, well done, my faithful servants. I, and he tells us in 1 Peter 1.11, as an entrance shall be ministered to us abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is the only door of entrance. He leads to the narrow way, not to the wide way, but to the narrow way. Required of mature saints that he can use as instruments of God in this day. I will not neglect the responsibility to preach the Word of God, the Gospel, nor will I neglect to teach the doctrines that Christ taught. Not the doctrines of men, but the doctrines that Christ Himself taught. And He gave me this declaration as I prayed. He said, there is a wave of glory coming that we've not seen before in the intensity in which it is coming now. In this season, there has been a resistance that has caused a delay. And it's coming from some of the churches and some of the pastors who have been captured. They've been taken prisoners by a lying unity. It's a seeking after a cause but it's only an escape from the chaos that has been caused by the demonic hordes to confuse us, to confound us, to distract us, and to destroy us, to cause man to seek a false peace, a false unity, so that they can sink back into their lethargy and into their complacency. God says the shaking that he is shaking the earth but some continue to languish. God says, throw it off. Break the chains off your arms and your ankles. You were meant to be free, not to be weighted down with the cares of this world. The glory is coming down, and it's too heavy for men to resist. They will either move with it, or it will crush them under its weight. This glory is a weird 
the battle for the souls of a nation. The devil trafficked in the souls of men, making merchandise of them, but faces an eternal judgment. Do not align yourself with them. God says he has made us better than that. He's given us the provision of his Holy Spirit. The same spirit that indwelt Christ now indwells us. And a rise is rising to the occasion. Amen. vision of angels just aligning every corner of the border of the United States of America, just waiting to go and do the bidding of the Lord. And we just say as sons and daughters, you have permission, go, (laughs) go, come and go. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Um, this should be just consistent. This should not be just July 4th. (laughs) This should be a prayer all the time in our hearts for our nation, for the thriving of our country. And I'll admit the way I prayed for our country before I had children and now that I do has shifted (laughs) uh, because I have an investment in the future of this country now. And um, that's one reason I believe that as a church family, we have such a passion for our country because we are a family that invests in children, that loves children, that's passionate about creating a culture for children to thrive and just has eyes on the future generations and what kind of legacy we are building and leaving for them to pick up and continue. So today I wanted to, as I was praying about today, I just wanted to speak some declarations um, about the identity of America and who she is and who she's really meant to be. I always tell people that our words have weight and what we speak sets uh, into motion for it to become reality. So I'm going to just speak some declarations over you, America. Hmm. We declare that Jesus is Lord over America. We say you have sovereign lordship, rule, reign, dominion, Jesus. And according to your word, blessed is the nation whose God is Lord. So America, you are blessed because Jesus is your Lord. We prophesy a fear of the Lord to be restored in America. Cause the fear of the Lord to sweep over our land. A fear of the Lord to settle on our leaders and government officials. Restore reverence and awe for you according to your word. The fear of the Lord gives us knowledge and wisdom. It causes us to hate evil and depart from it. The fear of the Lord gives us refuge, prolongs life, and brings riches and honor. That's what your word says. We declare revival and transformation in America. Cause a hunger and thirst for righteousness to fill our land. 
Fill our hearts with desire for you, Jesus. Bring salvation to our citizens and cause our families and neighbors to come to know you. May every life in this room prosper and thrive to show others how good it is to be yours. Let signs and wonders and miracles follow us and draw others into your kingdom. Let America express your purity in the arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government, media, and religion, that all seven mountains would be moved in America to be infiltrated and display the purity of your kingdom to the world. How easy is it for you, Lord, to say to one mountain to go from here to there, and we speak to these seven mountains of America right now and say, come into alignment with the kingdom of God. We declare your will, Lord, be done in America, that nothing can stand in the way of your will going forth in our country. We declare in America as it is in heaven. And we speak to America's identity. We say to you, America, that you are good. You are good. You are good, America. And we are proud to be your citizens. America, you are a nation under God founded on Christian principles. America, you are a refuge of safety. America, you are created to be unmoved by a fear of cancel culture and political agendas. America, you are prosperous. And America, you are free. So we thank you, God, for the honor and privilege to be her citizens. That first and foremost, we are citizens of your kingdom, God. But you placed each of us in this country to steward the plans and promises you have spoken over this land. And we do not take it lightly. We position ourselves to be a vessel of love and truth in America. So Jesus, let your will be done in America. We just declare on earth as it is in heaven and in America as it is in heaven. You taught us to pray that way, Jesus. And we faithfully submit to your lordship. And we just commit that today is a shifting day in every heart in this room. That this will not just be a 4th of July prayer. That we will commit to pray for you, America. To love you well. To steward your callings well. And for it to not just be a once a day, once a year thing. For this to be consistently in our prayers. Because we love you, America. And we declare that you are good. And the plans that God has for you are good and will be fruitful.